Good morning, everyone. It's really great to see you all here. First time for me in uh, Malmö, and I have to say it feels really uh, welcoming. So thanks, everyone, from, from being here. Um, so this last talk will be, I think, very complementary to the, the two talks that we have, uh, that we had. I will spend some time to show you some of the project that is developed in one of the laboratory I have been working the last uh, years, which is called the MIT Media Lab. Uh, some people from this lab will also make the, some talk about it uh, this afternoon. There are different groups uh, in this laboratory, and one of them is called City Science. So I've been working, I'm still working with them on different uh, methodology, and I will go a bit more in detail in a specific one. Um, so City Science is directed by uh, Kent Larson, which is the principal investigator, and we are mainly working on three uh, main projects. I will focus more especially on this one called CityScope, uh, but you, we will see how it's also linked to uh, mobility on demand. A part of the group is working on new modes of mobility, lightweight mobility, and also on smart furniture and how uh, house and furniture can adapt themselves in uh, your buildings. We will focus more on this one. So what is a CityScope? It's a, a tangible interface that we co-develop uh, in order to understand and explore some specific dynamics of uh, a city. So you can see it as a, a medium, a tool, um, that gives the possibility to communicate, but also to collaborate and to do some public consultation uh, on different aspects. So I will go through some of them uh, yeah, to see how to use it as a, a tool for uh, decision making in urbanism. So let's start with a, a very uh, classic, I mean, uh, example, a project that we have been developing on the MIT campus. So this red line is a, a district that you want to redesign. The concept is to make a physical uh, representation of it, in this case, uh, in Lego, and to project some data and also some uh, data analysis, some simulation uh, on top of it. So this is the main uh, concept and this is basically how it looks. We'll go more in detail on that. But you have a physical interface and you are able to change some parameter. Uh, can be land use, can be way of mobility and see in real time uh, what will be the, the impact. Uh, so in this project, the, the brick represents uh, the land use, and uh, you can see in real time how it will impact on the mobility uh, of many different uh, indicators. Uh, again, this is a bit how the interface is working, where here you can uh, easily increase the population. So what if uh, those buildings are more or less populated and how it will impact? Uh, as I already mentioned, in this case, a Lego brick uh, represents roughly a floor of a building. And then we are able to extract, depending on the question, depending on the, the city, some indicator uh, regarding diversity, the density, or proximity, or energy consumption, uh, trying to link them with some of the famous indicators developed by, for example, the UN or uh, this kind of organization. 
But as soon as you want to answer to some question uh, in, let's say, a computer science approach, you might want to build a model. So you want to make a simplified represent of represent of representation sorry, of a city. But we all know that city is one of the most complex uh, systems we know, made of many different scales, many different actors. So one of the tools that I am co-developing uh, for the the computer scientist in the room, it's called agent-based modeling. So it's one way to, to represent uh, those kind of systems using a program, using an algorithm. And this approach gives you the possibility to really uh, embed a lot of uh, contradictory or different uh, behavior. Because in cities, uh, lots of people have different input, different insights. So the agent-based modeling is one way to integrate in, let's say, a computer software or algorithm, all those uh, parameters. So on a technical note, one of the software that is used in most of this example is a software which is co-developed by different uh, partners, mainly in France, and mainly with the Institut de Recherche pour le Développement. It's an open source uh, software called Gamma Platform. You are all welcome to have a look at here. The goal is really to democratize the usage of a computer model for many different uh, applications. So the way it works, uh, we start most of the time from a physical representation of a city. Uh, we use lots of open data, such as OpenStreetMap, for instance, geographical information system that will give you more or less the static representation of the city. And then you start to uh, put some behavior on it. And for example, one very specific behavior. You see here this uh, red dot represents one person on a daily basis that is living here, working here, uh, here grabbing some food, going back to work, so a daily pattern. And what we do uh, with some data was pretty interesting to see also all the data that was gathered by the two previous speakers, is to try to analyze those data and to extract some specific profile uh, also to know the, the mode that they are using in order basically to reproduce what you might have heard already. Uh, the buzzword is called maybe digital twin or this kind of approach now that we know a lot. It's basically creating a synthetic representation of a real system and being able to reproduce what happened in order to explore some scenario. So then in this kind of project, we were interested to know where the interaction would happen uh, in a city. So depending on the, the kind of land use, you would attract or not some interaction. Um, we are also exploring uh, some uh, to, to explore the impact of commuting. So this was an experiment we did uh, in Kendall Square to compare the current commuting versus the what if everyone or a proportion of the commuting is made by vehicle and see how it could impact on the CO2. Uh, other kind of experiments that can be done is to compare the usage of private car versus more lightweight vehicle and what can be gained in terms, for example, here in terms of parking space and see what if uh, the transition in mobility can uh, give you the possibility to replace parkings uh, by other type of usage. And uh, I briefly mentioned it, so one of the team is also working on this vehicle, which is a kind of uh, still a research project in between a bike and a car, 
uh, that would be autonomous and that you could be grabbed uh, and call at different times. So we, we really think about different ways to use mobility in order to make cities more uh, livable. So persuasive electric vehicle was actually developed a big part by the the Taiwan uh, Tech University, and uh, we used to have uh, some interaction with the Ministry of Digital Affairs that was uh, speaking this morning. Um, to keep on time, so this, this is, let's say, the, the prototype, the proof of concept. I will show you how it's applied in some cities uh, uh, of the City Science Network. I won't go to all of them, but trying to focus on uh, on different one, just very quickly, so most of the technology is developed here, but there are some partnership with some city science lab, and the goal, I will, I will insist on that a bit later, is that most of the tools are open source and can be easily shareable between, uh, between projects. So some partners are uh, blue, like city science lab, and we are more and more uh, doing academic collaboration. Uh, hopefully, maybe uh, Malmö will be a point here. Uh, would be great to discuss about that. Really, the goal is to have academic collaboration and to share knowledge through uh, open source tool. So one project, uh, it's one of uh, the oldest partner of the Media Lab uh, in City Science. It's in Andorra, where here the, here the question was to understand the behavior of the tourists through telecom data. So. I won't go too much in detail here, but we have access to telecom data. Andorra is a small country between France and Spain. It, it was possible to have access to those data and possible to analyze it and to understand what was the behavior of the tourists according to their uh, nationalities. So that was very helpful for this uh, country. Anonymized data, but we were able to know the, the nationalities. Uh, here is a bit of backstage of how do we play with Lego to, uh, to build this kind of tool. It's just to show a bit the, the process of how it's made and how it can be used. Uh, for instance, so I mentioned for communication, uh, this is uh, something that was exposed in Barcelona, the Smart City Expo. Uh, the Smart City Expo. So it's one way for a city to uh, discuss and show what, what, what is done. Another interesting project uh, that was made in collaboration with uh, Hamburg and Athens City University was using this tool uh, to try to assess the problem of uh, the refugee and using it for public consultation in order to try to find the best way to, to welcome those refugees and to complement uh, this kind of public decision where it's very hard to hear all the voice. So here the, um, the tool was basically representing a map of Hamburg. There was two, two tables and the user were able to choose uh, some specific place and propose uh, potential design uh, with different back and forth. Uh, in order to uh, help to know where to build uh, the refugee, uh, where to welcome them. Uh, Sometime would be in a different areas. So it was a pretty uh, su successful project where uh, then each uh, round table was summarized. Uh, and I don't have exactly the number, but like something like 20 or 30% of the final decision was uh, in link with those uh, workshops. 
Um, this is another project uh, in China. Just this is more to show a bit the, how the tools can look. It was a bit uh, a bigger bigger project. I show a bit here the, the technology. It's pretty simple. It's based on QR code that you can easily tag and take some time. So we play a lot. Actually, there are lots of Lego here. It's uh, never play with such an amount of Lego. But this is basically what you are able to do. And here you have an interactive area where in, in this uh, specific project, we were focusing on the accessibility to park. So depending on the type of uh, land use that you would put, it will update uh, the walkability in this case. Uh, also working with other uh, tools like that. I will try to go fast to keep in time. <coughs> Another one uh, which is really, really dedicated to communication that was developed in uh, uh, an exhibition about mobility. So here it's an abstract city. Uh, and the tool is really meant to be used in a museum. So we worked a lot on the, the design and how to make uh, the city really abstract and easy to use because the installation was supposed to work for, for three months. And then you have here a slider that gives you the possibility to navigate between two worlds, a dystopian world and a utopian world. Uh, going back to France now, another project we did in Paris was uh, in collaboration with uh, PCA Architecture and with the city of Paris to understand, uh, to propose a, a new vision for the Champs-Élysées. So here the goal was to build a representation of Champs-Élysées how it is, how it was in 2020, and compare it to a, a proposal uh, coming from an architecture firm and uh, display it on a physical model in the exhibition. Uh, so having this kind of, um, of rendering when you, where you recognize here the different radar plot that I showed at the beginning. So here really the goal was for communication, to communicate a project to a specific audience. And uh, I will finish with something I, am, I have been working the last uh, two years. So after uh, being in US, I came back to Lyon uh, funded by the European Council for the Marie Curie Fellowship, where I have been working to apply those methodologies in some specific area in Lyon. And we were conducting some workshops. So the goal here was to train the student. We have different students from different uh, backgrounds, uh, coming from urbanism, from computer science, uh, also from geographical uh, system. And we would identify some specific area in the city and build the tools uh, together. Uh, one of them was uh, this project. I do this, yeah. Where we were also focusing, so also very complementary to what you showed, link to the air quality. So here we were just using computer simulation, but would be great to link it to real data. Uh, the goal here was to understand our, the impact of our uh, commuting uh, on the air quality. So we were using uh, a model and train the student uh, in order to project it and uh, be able to identify the different, uh, the different activity. And yeah, that's uh, another one just to show you how the, the goal, and that will be my last slide, is I already mentioned it. Most of the tools are open source. So really, the goal is to spread uh, the knowledge so that people can use it as much as possible. 
but also uh, to train some students. So in the, the case of master students, for instance. Uh, so this was a workshop we did recently. And I'm not sure you will be able to read all of that, but uh, it's important to mention that those are based on three main uh, open source projects, so mainly the Gamma platform, uh, Cityscope, and also some projects de developed in the Lyris. Uh, I am already done, so thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, happy to answer to some questions.